you are been in the service of any kind, I want you to remain standing. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Right. We'll have word prayer for you. I may stand. Thank you, Brother Doc. And uh, let's pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for these guys, Heavenly Fathers, that. Uh, that sacrifice your life, Heavenly Father, to, so that we could have free yes, and all. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for them, Heavenly Father, and your families. And Heavenly Father, I just ask you, Lord, to just go with them as they go through their life, Heavenly Father, but always look at you, Heavenly Father, because you are the true freedom, Heavenly Father, that we can find. Amen. Heavenly Father, I just ask you, Lord, just to be with us as we go through our service today, Heavenly Father. We God direct us, Heavenly Father, in the way, Heavenly Father, be pleasing to you, Heavenly Father, in everything that we do. Heavenly Father, and also be glorifying you, Heavenly Father. And Heavenly Father, if there's anyone here today that needs you as their Lord and Savior, I definitely pray for them. Yes, Heavenly Lord. Father, yes, Heavenly Father, just have your way in our life today. Heavenly Father, have your way again in this service. And Heavenly Father, these things I pray in your wonderful, most precious name. Amen. Amen. Y'all guys can be seated. All right, y'all can uh, take your little green book, your little green book out. And uh, Marilyn and Chris will just play this song just a little bit ago, page 176. I know, I know he hears. I know he hears. <laughs>
share my Lord, my Lord this morning. Amen. My Lord. Brother Wyatt, can we sing 158? 158 and... Uh, Little Green Book. Little Green Book, okay. 158.
sung, and I remembered so well uh, when the piano was sitting over there. We did not have this uh, uh, this thing here, though, and uh, I remember playing the piano for Frank and Negra Green, and them singing the song, and it was so beautiful. And uh, I love this church. This Amen. has been my home, and it will always be my home. God bless you. God bless you. You don't have anything you like to share with me. Anything like to share? One third goal. Let's, uh, Vanessa, will you come up? And uh, there's one we want to share. Marilyn's going to play it for us. And, uh, song here in this this book that just uh, as I said at home and practice a little bit uh, just spoke to me brother Steve back a few weeks ago and I just wanted us to do it and you follow along it's 134 or sing along whatever you'd like to do but we'd like you to really notice the, the words and we're so glad to have Aileen with us today and Erlene uh, her sister-in-law and Erlene got off and I'm not even sure where you live anymore. Erlene, but I know Tuscaloosa. Uh, down at Tuscaloosa. We're so glad to have you here with us today. Yes. But pray for us and let's uh, let the Lord minister to us through the words of this song. Amen.
Brother Bo today is going to be all right. Yes. Yes. Amen. Anybody else got a song? Brother Steve, could the little green boy sing? I've heard some good talk about something. <laughs> I don't have to be so, ask so much for you, but I am feeling it good. <laughs> Several times about their singing and how good it is. They've been a blessing, amen. Amen. This is two of young greens coming up. Okay, amen. All right. All right. While they're coming up, we're going to have a little piano solo right here. Come on, boy. Go ahead. Thus far in this service today, Amen. and uh, I've often said that if uh, 
that if he didn't show up, his spirit didn't show up, uh, we'd just be meeting in vain. But I'm glad that he's that he's here today. Uh, Dr. Wilson uh, uh, came this morning and uh, shared with us what they witnessed and, and, and what they tried to help do over there in Ukraine while they were on their trip. And we certainly appreciate their efforts and the work that they uh, were doing over there. We need to continue to pray uh, uh, for them. And it's good to see each one of you that's here today. I, I'm so glad we, this morning, uh, about the time we got started, around 10 o'clock this morning, uh, Brother Michael said, where is everybody? And I did too. <laughs> it seemed like throughout the, uh, throughout the service, there had been more and more come in, and we appreciate that. Uh, Sister Elaine and Brother Roger uh, are over at Mulberry today. Their grandson was going to be uh, teaching Sunday school, I believe it was, over there for his first time. And so they were going over there to hear him. And, uh, of course, Brother Bo and Sister Linda are uh, at the hospital at UAB. And uh, the Lord is still working miracles. And I appreciate that today. Bo's getting better and better. And uh, we're just going to depend on the Lord to uh, continue to heal him and uh, he'll regain his functions and uh, be able to be back here at church soon. He'll be starting therapy, I think Brother Michael said Tuesday. And so let's, uh, let's keep them in our, in our prayers. But it's good to have each one of us. Good to see Sister Aileen or Sister-in-law here uh, today. We appreciate y'all and uh, each and every one that's, uh, that's come this way today. The Kentrails, it's good to have y'all hey, here with us today. And, uh, uh, I'll never forget, I uh, was going to visit <clears throat> Sister Maggie and Brother Kenneth, and I wasn't sure exactly where they lived, but I knew I was in the vicinity, and uh, I went, went to the door there, and they wasn't home, and I said, well, maybe they live back here, and uh, so I just drove up there and happened to be, end up at the Kentrell's house, and uh, I apologized that I made a rut in their yard when I was going up there, because I didn't follow the right way getting up there, but... Uh, it's good to have them with us uh, today. And uh, I want to encourage you. There's been enough spirit here already this morning uh, and, and enough saving spirit to save the whole world today. I believe that. And, and if you're here today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, uh, my prayer is and the church's prayer is that uh, you turn loose and believe to the saving of your soul Amen. today and be saved. And uh, if you're here and you just don't have peace with God, you've been saved, but you just don't have that fellowship that you once had with him, uh, our prayer is that you won't leave here like that, but you will leave with a renewed, revived spirit uh, in the Lord today. And uh, uh, so you pray for us for just a few minutes. Don't feel like we'll be, but just a few minutes uh, 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 with this message. But uh, the Lord has laid a few verses of scripture on our heart. If you'll turn to the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter six. Uh, and we've got a few verses here we'd like to read uh, in your hearing and try to maybe testify just for a minute of what the Lord has showed us uh, uh, in this. And um, <clears throat> I'm going to begin reading in the sixth, sixth chapter uh, with about the 31st uh, verse. And uh, this is Jesus when he was um, getting close to wrapping up the Sermon on the Mount. 
And uh, there was so much uh, the greatest message ever preached. He just, he just, he got so much out in this period of time and everything that he taught and that he preached was for our benefit and to help us it was it was answering questions that we had the disciples no doubt had questions they had been following Jesus for a while but there was still many many mysteries to them that they didn't understand and little by little as Jesus taught uh, he would uh, bring to them and to the people that were listening to him uh, uh, little uh, tidbits of things about what we need and what to look for and how to do and, and, and it, was, it was just wonderful teaching and the, the marvelous thing about this Sister Pat is that uh, uh, this was going out over 2,000 years ago and today in 2022 it still stands and it will still do to live by today. It still do to live by. Right. And it's still saving souls. And that's that's something to shout about. But uh, Jesus said here in the 31st verse, he said, Therefore take no thought, saying, uh, what, she, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? He said, For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. He said, uh, But seek ye first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto you. He said, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. He said, Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And so, as we uh, look at these verses and we look at this uh, sixth chapter of, of Matthew here and the words that are written in red that uh, Jesus is speaking here and, and, and we go back to uh, uh, what he was teaching uh, from the very beginning of this uh, chapter and he talked about here about teaching us about alms and how to do our alms and not to, uh, uh, not to do them in a way that would be boastful or to be Showing, I think he used the exact example of not letting the left hand know what the right hand is doing. You see, back in this time and even today, there was a lot of folks that uh, did their alms or their charity, so to speak, uh, for the glorification of man and to try to get glory from man. But Jesus here uh, tells us uh, that when we do this, uh, to do it secretly and that our Father in heaven will reward us openly. Amen. And so uh, uh, he, he goes on to talk about uh, praying and he teaches us how to pray. And he says uh, to pray in secret. He said the Lord knows what we need before we even ask. And that just, uh, that just really uh, is beyond my comprehension as to how uh, that he knows before I even ask him uh, what I stand in need of and what you stand in need of today. But even though he knows what you and I need, he still requires us to ask of him. He said, ask and you shall receive by asking him. We're trusting and believing uh, that he'll answer our prayers uh, today. So uh, he went on a little further. Uh, and he talked about forgiving men of their trespasses. And he, he said, if you want to be forgiven, uh, uh, that you must forgive those 
I would trust the past against you. And sometimes today, in this carnal uh, 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 body that we live in, and with our carnal mind, uh, we find it hard sometimes to be a forgiving uh, person. But we need to go back and study this scripture and remember his sermon on the mount, how he stressed to us that uh, forgiving others of their trespasses today uh, is important. And it, uh. God expects it of us. Uh, today and so uh, he goes on a little further and I realized that uh, he was saying a lot in, uh, in a short amount of time but he was getting all this in that they might have a better understanding of what uh, God requires of his people and uh, he went on and he talked about fasting and he said how when you fast uh, he said don't go and disfigure your faces to show of the world that you're fasting but I do it in private, do it in secret, uh, uh, and clean yourself up that the world uh, might not know that you're fasting today. So uh, you see today, I believe that Jesus is trying to uh, tell us that if he knows what we're doing, that's the only important thing today. And if he knows it, uh, he will exalt and lift you up today. Uh, he'll bless you and give you uh, blessings that uh, you just can't contain today. So. Uh, he goes on and he says, No man can serve uh, two masters, for he will either hate the one uh, and love the other. He says that uh, a man cannot serve God and mammon today. So we live in a world today where a lot of folks are trying to hold God by one hand and the world by the other. And you just, I can't do it today, but I found out the only way that I'd have peace with God is completely sell out to Him today and to trust Him and to believe uh, that He'll do what He said He was going to do. And I can look back at times in my life and you can look back in times in your life where you drove up a stake and you don't have to look back very far to see where God fulfilled what He said that He'd do today. Amen. Amen. So He says here, Amen. That you can't serve two masters. For you'll love one, hate the other. And he went on to say, he said, Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or drink, or what you shall wear. And then he goes and he tells us to behold the fowls of the air and the lilies of the field. Jesus was a master at using nature and using things around us and getting us to look at those things in order to understand how he wants us to be and how he requires us to be. He said, uh, consider the lilies, that they neither toil, they don't do anything, but just stand there and look pretty. Look how they're arrayed. Amen. He said they were arrayed uh, 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 better and more than Solomon in all of his glory. And and then he talks about the fowls of the air. And he said, look, if they don't store up in barns or are put up, but your heavenly Father takes care of them. And, and the part that excites me the most about this, he, he looks at us and says, we are far more important than the fowls of the air or the lilies. Of, no matter what Peter or the nature lovers say today, uh, we are more important to God than anything else 
uh, on this earth today. And I, that just thrills me uh, to know how much that he loves the animals and all of his creation. But on top of all of that, uh, he loves us even more today. Amen. And he stressed this to his disciples and those that were listening to him in this sermon. Amen. So he says here in the 31st verse, he says, Therefore take no thought, saying what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, or wherewith ye shall be clothed seemingly today in this world that we live. Uh, the most important thing to us is uh, what we're going to eat, where we're going to live, what our house is going to look like, what our clothes are going to look like, and all these things. But I, I want to go on and read, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. It thrills me how today how that God knows the necessities that you and I have stand in need of today. I'm afraid a lot of times how we waste a lot of time and we put forth a lot of effort of begging God for the necessities of life how when he already knows what you and I stand in need of. And he says here how that if we'll seek the kingdom of heaven first, Amen. If you'll seek ye first out of the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, he said, all these things I will be added unto you. And if the Lord had given us the thought this morning, it'd simply be this, of putting first things first in our life today. How we live in a world where we've got our priorities completely out of order. When you look around, brother, and you begin to see what's going on around us today and what folks are putting first in their life today, no wonder so many lives are in shambles today. No wonder how the drug problem is on a rampage the way it is today. But I need plea today that you and I need to get our priorities back in order today. And it starts with me. I want to put God first in my life. And I found out when I seek Him and His righteousness, all these things that I desire, that I need, He'll supply and He has. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad of that. How today, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You know, I thought about as I thought about prioritizing things. I remember my dad, and I've still got it on my desk, and I may have mentioned this before, but uh, uh, my dad uh, wrote me a little note one time, not long after I got out of high school and I got into the, uh, to work in it, and he said, son, always keep your priorities in perspective, and I've still got the notes about fading now written in pencil, and it's about faded out, but I still have it there or the picture of him uh, on my desk. But I thought about this as we think about prioritizing things, and I looked up the word prior, uh, priority, you know uh, what it means, but uh, the dictionary said in one place, it said taking precedence in order, rank, or privilege. So. Uh, I believe today as we look at this and Jesus encourages us and tells us how to seek the kingdom of God, not only the kingdom of God, uh, but his righteousness today. And all these things I will be added unto you. I thought about an insurance plan uh, that just covers everything. I remember uh, one time <coughs> an insurance agent told me, he said, with this policy, you have an umbrella. And what he meant by an umbrella was, 
He said it covers everything all in one premium that you pay. Uh, you don't have to go over here and get insurance for this or that, but it's all under this today. And so I begin to think about uh, all the things uh, uh, that will be added unto us uh, that you and I need today. I'm glad today I don't have to individually ask God uh, for everything that I need, but if I'll seek Him and His righteousness today, He'll add these things in our life today. Amen. 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 I'm still talking about putting first things uh, first today. Prioritizing uh, what we do today. I heard Brother Mark Jones preach a message one time, and something stood out that he said in the message. Uh, he said before, when you wake up in the morning, and I'd like to practice this more, he said, when you wake up in the morning, before your feet ever hit the floor, I thank God for what he's done for you, and thank him for what he's given you. Acknowledge him. In other words, what he is saying for first thing in the morning, I believe the first thing we ought to do is seek him and his righteousness today, and all these problems he'll work out for us today, amen. 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 Right. amen. Prioritize and get things in order today. So many people today uh, put the wagon before the mule, and that just does not work today. But we've got to uh, keep things uh, in order and do things uh, first for God and put Him uh, first in our uh, life today. I remember somebody uh, talking about one time. Uh, uh, that, that is saying Jesus is my co-pilot. I'm glad today that he is my pilot. I'll put him first in my life. And if I'll do that, my plane will not crash. Amen. But I'll have a safe landing home. Amen. 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 But I begin to think as we, we look at this and, and prioritize and put first things first in our life today, I I, I, I thought about the church today, and, and uh, when I got back in church somewhere sometime about the time Belinda and I, I got married, and I'd been kind of using church as just a crutch, just going when I felt like it. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You go to church every time you physically feel like it, you won't be there very often. There's always something that's a little bit more important or something that sounds a little bit better. Uh, but I'm going to tell you uh, what I... I got back in church, amen. And I wanted to make God my priority. I wanted to seek Him and His righteousness. And I found out that the only way that I could do that was to try to be what He had had me to be. And over at the house of God, I was being fed by the songs, by the Sunday school, by the preaching, by the testimonies, and everything that God had over His house. And the only way I could seek Him and follow him was to be over there taking in what I could learn over at the house of God putting him first in my life and any time that I've done that the blessings have just mounted up more than I can contain today amen first things first in a world that we live in amen where God seems to play second or third fiddle on every in everybody's plans today uh, but he'll not he'll not sit in the second seat nor the third seat uh, but he'll only be there in the first where we put him today or he'll not be there with us and I want to uh, take and put him first in my life today as I, I begin to look at this and, and to think about what Jesus was stressing here uh, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness amen and he assured these people and he's assuring you and I today 
uh, that everything that you and I need today, he knows he'll add it to us. Amen. How many of us today are just barely getting by? You think about that. Uh, he's blessed us all. I believe if I look around uh, the congregation today, that each and every one of us can say uh, that God is over and abundantly uh, blessed us today. We have far more uh, than we need just to live today. If it was just a shirt on my back and a shingle over my head and a piece of fried chicken, uh, uh, that would be enough. Uh, uh, but I'm going to tell you today, uh, uh, Sister Patsy, he's blessed us with more than we deserve today. Amen. 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 The least that I can do is put him, put him first. Amen. Amen. In my life today. I believe families that have put God first in their life. I heard somebody say the other day our song was being sung. The family that prays together stays together. And I begin to think about that. A family that will put God uh, first in that family. Let, let him take domain in every decision uh, that's made. You know what that means is? That means is as a family, everything we do, every decision we make, amen, we talk about, about it amongst ourselves. But first, we need to consult God and find out exactly uh, what he would have us to do. There's been a lot of things in life uh, that I thought I wanted, that I thought I needed. Uh, and I found out if I'd consult God about it uh, and ask his opinion on it, what he thinks, amen, I'd find out that a lot of them things I didn't need that were going to be hurt to me. Uh, so today, uh, what will save us a lot of frustration and save us a lot of heartache and trouble and trials if we'll first seek Him and find out how, what He'd have us to do. How, how when we go into revival, how, amen, how, one of the first things how, that we need to do is seek His leadership how, and His guidance how, about who to call, how, how to help us in revival, amen. How, God will not leave us just wandering around how, how saying, well, that'll make a good one or that'll make a good how, but He'll show the church how, how, what He would have today. How, and it's the same way in our family today. Whether you're seeking to buy a home or an automobile or anything that you're seeking to do, if you'll seek Him first, amen, find out what He would want you to do, amen, you'll not make a mistake, but you'll be blessed in That's right. today. Amen. First things first. I've had a lot of trouble through life putting first things first. Sometimes I want to do the third and the fourth thing first. But with God, we're going to put Him first if we're going to see His blessings today and get that that we stand in need of today. Isaiah said in one place here, he said, Seek ye the Lord while He may be found. He said, Call ye upon Him while He's near. Amen. We believe today, and I believe it's backed up by the Word of God, that the only time you can call on the Lord is when He's near. Amen. We believe today that a lost individual, if he doesn't feel any conviction down in his heart, he's not being drawn, amen, that he can't be saved. But when that drawing spirit begins to draw and to tug. You know why you got so many folks today that's getting saved that's been in the church for a long time? Somebody told me the other day that somebody getting saved and they have been had their name on the church roll for years. 
because we starting back in around the 1960s, we just started telling people to recite a prayer, amen. Repeat these words after me. But if you don't seek him, amen. And feel the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. See, it's a it's an experience that no man can explain. Amen. But we've got to seek him first. No wonder. There's so many folks, and I'm glad today when I hear it. Preachers getting saved, deacons getting saved, church members getting saved, amen. Because they found out they had to seek the Lord first, amen. And when His Spirit is drawing, somebody said, Preacher, it's not fair that I can't just be saved anytime I want to. Let me tell you this it's God's will that none should perish, but all come to repentance. That means everybody. Yellow, black, or blue, or white. Amen. And I believe this. That sometime in our life, the Spirit of God will draw Amen. and let us know what we are by nature and what we must be by the grace of God today. Amen. He'll let us know that. And when that Spirit is drawing, Isaiah said, when he's near, amen, while he can be found, amen, that's the time to call on him. And then he'll be the first in your life. Everything that we do, everything, I, he's the best friend that I've ever had. I used to consult my, my father on when I was trying to make big decisions in life that I really didn't know which way to go. I would consult him and ask him, and he would try to uh, steer me in the right direction. But I'm glad today that I've got a Father in heaven that I can seek today. Seek him early. Amen. Put him first in your life. And if you'll do that, amen, he'll pour you out blessings yes. today. Amen. One place he said, See if I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You'll not be able to contain running over. I'm afraid today that a lot of times in this world, I know for a fact, I'm not just afraid of it, I know for a fact that we try to fit God in where it's convenient. Have you ever... Uh, not had an appointment maybe at a doctor's office or, or uh, somewhere where you normally make an appointment and you go and they say well we'll try to fit you in we'll put your name on the list and we'll try to fit you in I feel like a lot of times that's how God feels when I say Lord I'll just fit you in Amen Felix the Bible said when Paul was preaching to him he teaches us he came under conviction his knees began to shake that's what people would do when conviction sets in. I think Felix could see himself dying, going to hell, frightened him. And Paul was hoping and praying that Felix would just give in and be saved. But Felix told him, said, I'm going to have you come back at a more convenient season today. See, that's not putting him first. Amen. Telling Jesus that a more convenient time we'll do this or we'll do that. 
But if we put Him first in our life, make Him our priority. Amen. I tell you what, if, if, if we put Jesus first in our life, like a lot of us do, our children today, how much closer we'd be to God. Amen. Remember when Austin was little and, uh, and, and just the grandest thing we thought of, and we just, everything revolved around Him. Amen. And I still love Him today. We ought to love our children. And I thought, Lord, if we could revolve around you the way we do our children, amen. the way we do heroes that we put up on a high pedestal. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. His righteousness. See, He'll show us righteousness. He'll show us right from wrong today. When we come to life's crossroads where we don't know what direction to go, amen, He'll show us the way to go. But I tell you what is more dependable today than all the GPS systems around today. As, as nice as they are, every once in a while, uh, they'll get you somewhere that you're not intending to go. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something about the Lord today. If you'll seek Him and His righteousness today, He'll never lead you and I astray. How about He'll put us in a straight pathway today. And when we fall down, when we fail, uh, when we sin, He's just uh, to forgive us today. And that thrills me to death because the many times that I've laid him down, Sister Amy, and I've failed, he's picked me up, he's dusted me off, and he's put me back towards the goal. Amen. 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 Put me first. Amen. First things first. Amen. When somebody brings a dog, and all dogs are the same in this aspect. When somebody brings a dog uh, for me to work and to uh, train them to, to try to be good bird dogs, uh, the first thing I do is I see if they mind. Amen. Because if they don't mind, then you're wasting your time. Amen. You've got to get a minding first. And so that's the first step. I didn't read a book uh, uh, to find that out, but I just found it out over experience how that if they don't come to you, if they don't uh, follow that command, I mean, you can't go any further today. And if you wonder today, if you're not growing spiritually in the Lord today, and you wonder why you're stuck in a ditch today, why don't we look and see if we're seeking Him first today, if we put Him first on our priority list today. And I bet we can go back today. We can look and we can see where we have failed Him when we come short. God help me, Lord to put you first. Seek you first. Amen and amen and amen. Boy, I remember when I was younger and, and I thought, I want to have a few acres of land. I want a house. I, I want this. I want that. I want this. And I was just like all young people. Amen. Young people have desires. Amen. Amen. And they should. We should have goals that we set that we try to have. But after I've become 59 years old and I look around God you're the only thing I need <laughs> you blessed me with far more than I asked for God you've given me far more than I deserved God when it's all said and done it's you I need it's you I need because Lord if it's all taken away if it's all taken away, if I've got you, I'm rich. I'm rich.
Amen. Seek first. Put him first in your life today. He didn't say this for an encouragement or, or for just some good advice or just something he suggested us to do. But he said it in a statement. Seek you first. Amen. He taught us how to pray. Amen. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. If over here at the house of God, if it's the only place I can pray, I'm in trouble. Amen. I've got a place at home that I can go and close the door. Amen. I don't want everybody in the world hearing what I'm praying. I want God to hear it. Amen. And I ask Him. And He hears me. Amen. Amen. If we do a little something good for somebody else, somebody in need, maybe we pick somebody up on the road that's run out of gas or send somebody a little money that's in a strait. Whatever we do, we don't get on the internet and broadcast that that we did. But God knows about it. And you know what? Because He knows about it, He said He'll reward us openly. Has He ever rewarded you openly? Amen. Amen. Every blessing that He gives. Amen. Seek Him first. I'm fixing to close. Amen. I want to say this in closing. Our nature is to lay up for retirement. I'm at the age now where retirement is nearer and nearer if the Lord tarries is coming. And I consider it more now than I ever have. A lot of folks have jobs that provide a good retirement if they retire. Some people have to put back to make retirement. But he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And I believe even retirement will be added. Amen. The Bible said there was a man, a rich man, I think it said, when Jesus was speaking in parable, and said that his ground brought forth plenty. And he was in predicament about what he was going to do with all the fruits that his ground brought forth. He had nowhere to bestow all of his goods. The Bible said, uh, he said, this will I do. He said, I'll pull down my old barns and I'll build greater. See, he wasn't putting the Lord first, but he was putting his thoughts and his desires first. Bible said he pulled down his old barns and built greater. And there he would bestow all of his goods. And then his plan was after this, he said, and I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine care, eat, drink, and be merry. You see, today he had his priorities out of order. He could have had all these things by seeking God. The Bible said before that day was out, that night, he said, thy soul shall be required of thee. And then whose will these things be that you put back, that you, that you acquired? Somebody said, well, they're going to be my children's. Where's your soul going to be? Amen. Today. 
If you're here today, you haven't put Jesus Christ first in your life today. I want to encourage you while we're here and while His Spirit is here, while He's nigh, while He's drawing. Maybe you're like Felix and you feel like there'll be a more convenient season than right now. But I never read where Felix found that more convenient season. Amen. But I believe his time to be saved was when he felt that drawing spirit. When Paul had preached his heart out to him. And he had felt that spirit. Put him first. And first means over our families. Carnally, that's hard to do, isn't it, Brother Chris? Yes, it is. We love our children, our wife, our family, our friends. <coughs> if you'll put him first, he takes priority. All these things. He didn't say some of them or a few of them, but all these things will be added unto you today. Everybody stand, if you will. Brother Wayne, if you'll come get us a song. And, uh, Brother Chris, if you'll come to the piano. Now I want to ask you today, very simply this. Have you got your priorities in order today? Amen. On your, uh, you know, I thought about tomorrow I've got plans. And I've even got plans this afternoon, what I plan on doing. And, uh, uh, but this afternoon may never come. Tomorrow may never come. I've had my plans changed a lot of times. Sister Aileen, I'm bad about not letting Belinda plan a vacation way far ahead of time. I said, I'm better off just waiting until about the day we get ready to go and call my brother. That way, we won't be disappointed. And I'm going to tell you, you may have plans of what you're going to do tonight, what you're going to do tomorrow. But are you seeking the Lord first in your life today? Are you putting Him first? That's the question. It was a question that was asked to me, and it's a question that's asked to you today. Is He first in your life today? Or is He put back on the back burner? Go ahead. 152. 152.